We're going to talk about the last days, and today we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to introduce the whole idea of, of what the last days is about. Now, uh, just show of hands, how many of you have ever heard of the last days? Okay, a couple of you. All right. How many of you are curious about the last days? Show of hands. Less of you. Some of you have got it figured out. Okay, I'm sorry. For a while, we're going to be talking about something you've figured out. Uh, there is a lot to say about the last days, and uh, let, me, let me bring, let's just another question, a little test here. How many of you remember December 21st, 2012? Is that somebody's birthday? <laughs> Veronica, is it a birthday in the family? It's a date. Oh, she's just something, she remembers that day. Anybody else? Now, something really big happened that day, and the Mayan calendar, that's the way that's the day the earth ended. The end times came and went. Uh, the, this is one of the issues about the, the talking about the last days is there's so much speculation and there's so much, you know, wheat and chaff. And, and if we're going to talk about it, uh, you have to sort through all that. You need some way of wading into this issue and being able to have some reasonable way of of sorting that out. Because, you know, it, it, when I grew up, uh, we had electricity when I was growing up, but we didn't have the Internet. And with the, with the advent of the Internet, information, all kinds of information has just exploded. We're just, every day we have more information than we could ever know what to do with. And with that, it's taken what used to just be in print, in paper, print, books, and it's multiplied that 10 million times. And we have this, this flood of ideas out there about the last days that makes it really confusing to know what, you know, what do you think about this stuff. So what I want to do today is I want to just start taking you down the path of exploring what does the Bible say about the last days. And it has a lot to say. In fact... I think there, there's, there's two errors that we have to avoid in dealing with the last days. Uh, the first error is just to ignore it. You may listen to all the, the, the crazy speculative things and the predictions that never come true and, and you know, all the ways that, that uh, all the things that are about the last days that turn you off and you may go, I'm just sick of that. I don't want to have anything to do with it anymore. But... Because you go, it, it, I don't know if that, any of that matters at all. When Second Peter, here's what Peter wrote back in the first century. He said, first of all, you must understand that in the last days, scoffers will come scoffing and following their own desires. They'll say, where is this coming? He promised. Ever since our fathers died, everything goes on just like it's been since the beginning of creation. But Peter says, but they deliberately forget that long ago, by God's word, the heaven existed and the earth was formed out of water and by water. By these waters also the world at that time was deluged and destroyed. He's talking about Noah's flood. By the same word, the present heavens and earth are reserved for fire, being kept for the day of judgment and destruction of ungodly men. But don't forget this. So this is his, his point. Don't forget this one thing, dear friends. With the Lord, a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years are like a day. The Lord isn't slow about keeping His promises. Some understand slowness. He's patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. 
But the day of the Lord, and that, that's an Old Testament phrase that, that is also used in the New Testament. The day of the Lord is the last day. It means that, that final climactic moment in, in human history where God winds everything up. And where judgment and salvation and, and all of that just bursts onto the scene all at once. And in the Old Testament, they called it the day of the Lord. In the New Testament, they tend to, to talk about the last days more frequently. But that word comes in there too. He says, the day of the Lord will come like a thief. The heavens will disappear with a roar. The elements will be destroyed by fire and the earth and everything in it will be laid bare. Application. Since everything will be destroyed in this way, what kind of people ought you to be? You ought to live holy and godly lives as you look forward to the day of God and speed its coming. That day will bring about the destruction of the heavens and the heavens by fire and the elements will melt in heat. But in keeping with his promise, we are looking forward to a new heaven and a new earth, the home of righteousness. So the, ignoring the, the idea of the last days is, is disregarding something that the Bible says that, that the apostles taught, that Jesus himself stressed over and over and over. You need to understand this and, and because what you think about the future guides how you live your life now. And so being ignorant of it or ignoring it is, is not a very profitable way to deal with it. Secondly, the second error we can make about the last days is we can obsess about it. Do you ever obsess over anything? Do you ever be a little too preoccupied with something? Uh, getting every hair in place before you leave the house? You know, getting your car completely cleaned? Uh, any number of things can completely uh, 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 attract our attention and, and we can become obsessed about. I don't know if there's anything that's more that more picks people's curiosity in the last days and, and, can, and just draws people into uh, obsession. In the first century, Jesus, right before he ascended in the book of Acts, here's what he said, his disciples. Uh, so when they met together in Acts 1, verse 6, it says, they asked Jesus, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? In other words, are you going to fulfill all those promises that the prophets spoke of, that, that the kingdom was going to fully come, the day of the Lord was going to happen. Is it going to happen now? And I think it says, Jesus said to them, Oy vey. No, he didn't really say that. But I think he did that. I think he went, oh, wow. I've been here for three and a half years. I've taught you everything you need to know. And you're still asking me this question after that? And he said, it's not for you to know the times or dates the Father has set by His own authority. And what He's saying is, between that God has seasons and He's in control of the calendar and history. And He says, you're not going to know that. I mean, that's the one thing about this, this last day, the final day, is nobody knows when it's going to come. But we, we, we all want to know, right? And what they were like right here was, just like the kids in the back of the van on the vacation. Are we there yet? Right? That's what you hear. We're like that. And what does Jesus say? Like any good parent does. We're almost there. No, he doesn't say that. Here's what he says. He says, it's not for you to know this, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. So he's saying... Your preoccupation, you need to grasp the last days, but your preoccupation is going to be in the world and bearing witness to me and being salt and light in the world and, and 
communicating the good news that has so cha- uh, transformed your lives, you're supposed to take that out. And he gave him this picture of this, these concentric circles, waves, like a, I, I, I'm like the stone that the builders rejected, thrown into a pond, and the ripples from that stone reach every corner of the pond. And so he's saying, one of the mistakes you can make when you begin to think about the last days is you can just get, begin to be wrapped up and it's for us. But he says the last days is this time where God, where heaven has broken into the earth and it's going to conclude when heaven and earth are reunited. And so if we're going to get the last days, we really got to see it's important. And uh, one of my favorite authors, uh, uh, one of my favorite scholars, Gordon Fee, Dr. Gordon Fee, I heard him, he, he taught in a school I attended years and years ago. Uh, he's one of the, uh, well, he just passed away a couple of years ago, but he, he's considered one of the uh, experts on the New Testament, and in particular on the writings of Paul. And, and he was teaching at Regent College, uh, and he met with some students in one of his books. He was asked by one of his students what he would do if he, Gordon Fee, were to return to pastoral ministry. Here's what he said. He said, no matter how long it would take, I would set about with a single passion to help a local body of believers recapture the New Testament church's understanding of itself as an eschatological community. Now, eschatology is the study of the last days. So he says that the church needs to recapture a sense of itself as as a last days community. That that is their identity.